This is Polly Shore, and you're listening to my friends from the East Coast. They talk about movies. It's a cool podcast. It's called The Revival House. Aaron and Zach. They're a little homosexual-ish, but that's okay. They're just trying to get a bigger audience, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Sometimes they review movies that are with homosexuals, and I'm like me. And I don't mind that, because, you know, dudes are cool, right, bros? Now check out the podcast later. Get a haircut, get a real job. Clean your act up and don't be a slob. Get it together like your big brother Bob. Revival House Network presents a Polly Shore commentary. What's up, baby? It's Polly Shore. My fuck. Why are you so quiet? Why are you so somber sounding? You fuck up. I'm trying to be the yin to your yang, Zach. I think because you're so outlandish and so wacky. You're harsh and my fucking mellow. Cruster. But uh, I think. Is it getting old yet, my voice? Is, does this uh, wrap up our polysploitation? No! What else do we got? Polly Shore is dead. We got Curse of Inferno! What the fuck is that? Polly Shore is dead! Mm. All kinds of great films! So, I can't believe you actually wrapped... You, you, you wrote me... I'm going to ditch the voice now. You wrote me into doing this movie because when we were deciding on a flick here literally five minutes ago... We had a short list, and this wasn't even on the short list. This is how extensive... Our, our thought processes and our preparations for getting a movie done. We don't. We, we, we get together and we kind of throw together movies that we've, we've tossed around ideas about and we just kind of pick one. And we had a short list of films and they're all movies I do want to do and we've been meaning to do. But out of fucking nowhere, this motherfucking guy is like, or oh, we could do in the army now. I'm like, <sighs> and, um, see, I thought it was wrapping up the poly exploitations. That's why I was like, all right, let's just knock it out. Right. But uh, I guess we got a couple of more. But that's all right. This isn't going to be so bad because I'm sure the movie's not any good. The movie's right? fucking great. She suck a dick. But Zach knows his shore. And I've seen this movie one time. I don't really remember it. I'm a shore aficionado. <laughs> um, and anyway, but you know, I know I know how well you do on these and how excited you get when we're watching a Polly movie. So we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, and I'm serious. It's true. So I want Zach to be happy. I live to please. Now we're watching this actually on YouTube. We're gonna put the link in the description below if you guys are on YouTube, uh, and you guys can follow along. I don't expect you to have copies of this fucking shithole, but I'm sure Zach can mail you one of his many copies. You can mail you can mail whoever wants it the copy that you uh, jerked off on. Didn't you say you were gonna jerk off on a copy of this movie and mail it to Polly Shore? I don't know. It sounds like something I would say, though. Probably. All right. Well, we're on YouTube. Follow along. We're zeroed out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's right before the fucking production studio logo. We're going to do a three. We're going to do a two. We're going to do a one. And we're going to do a play. Buddy. Hell yeah, Hollywood Pictures. Yeah, I got to fucking liven up this thing because you sound all morose, you fucking idiot. 
You, you're not <laughs> fucking excited to do the Polly Shore exploitation hour. So I got to tell you what my morning has consisted of so far. You know, there's a reason. I, I woke up extra early, and granted, we're doing this, we're recording this on a Saturday, and this is the only day I really sleep in. And I had a doctor's appointment, uh, so I woke up around 7 a.m. and I went there, and and I got a really, really uh, cute, really hot uh, nurse practitioner, right? And she was talking about my records, and she's like, so I see here your father, he, he died of colon cancer. I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, and he died at 44. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that seems to be correct. And she's like, well, you're about 32. And I'm like, yeah, I believe so, last I checked. And she's like, so we need to start doing preparations for you and just kind of make sure that you're okay. You know, we got to start at least, you know, 10, 12 years, you know, before just to make sure we catch anything in case there was anything that was hereditary. And I'm like, you know, that's been on my mind. You're right. I, I really should. And she's literally like, and this is a this is a hot nurse, hot nurse, uh, which is always weird when you have a, a nurse or a doctor that's really hot because they know all your fucking medical shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, it's okay. It's a really easy process. She was Asian. I I will just stick my finger in your ass and I will get to Sam. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself. All right. <laughs> Like this, this uh, really hot nurse wants to stick her finger in my ass. I would have been like, well, don't be offended if I come. <laughs> but it was so funny because that proposition just went nowhere because I was down for it. I'm like, all right, we'll do whatever you got to do. And all of a sudden it became this thing where she sends me home with like this packet where I collect three stool samples over the course of the next few days and return it to the lab. And I'm I thinking, like, you're not going to fucking figure my ass. I wanted to say that. Like, I kind of wanted to. I didn't know how to word it. Right. Like she was because it just kind of she she pro- that's what she said she was going to do. And then it just kind of turned into something else. So I don't know if she had second thoughts or if she saw like a want in my eyes when she said it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really want it. But uh, I don't know what it was. But I did kind of want to say. So what happened to the whole finger in my ass thing? Is that not happening? I just want to make sure. And I, you, you don't know how to address that. You just kind of like let it be unspoken. How do you say that? Like, yeah, are you still going to do that thing where you probe me? or you still going to rim me? So that was very interesting. And I had to do some blood and stuff. And I had to give a lot of blood. I'm just a little woozy, man. But I'm all right. Um, I didn't get. So long story short, I did not get my ass finger today. I'm sorry say it's because you didn't play your cards right you're a fuck up do you know who this guy is with the mush mustache that's no kiss for daddy exactly he's getting ready to get his cock sucked freddy's dead man <laughs> what the so what's going on here he's working at a fucking electronics store obviously with andy dick his buddy Obviously. And he's got a pockmarked, ugly-ass boss. Yeah, no, no kiss for daddy. And now he's hanging out with this chick. She's hot. And they're going to fuck on the counter here in a second. No way. And she's going to show her tits. Why was he grasping his leg going, Because ah, ah, ah! he's trying to suck his fucking cock. Why? Like, how would you not suck that guy's cock? It's the magnetism, the animal magnetism. It's so, it's real. It's probably got pock marks all over it, too. Exactly. You know, they didn't have proactive back when he was a teenager. 
She really is kind of hot. She kind of looks like the chick from Ferris Bueller, but I know it's not her. Uh, I think she might be better looking. Maybe not, but she kind of looks like she could be her sister. And she was also in, that chick was also in Time Cop, too, the Ferris Bueller lady. Time Cop. I don't think I've ever seen that movie all the way through. You know what? That's the movie that really broke Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, he was obviously in Bloodsport, and he was making, and then he made movies like, uh, I thought he was broken before. Okay, uh, but he had broke with Bloodsport, and then he had Kickboxer in movies like Lionheart, which were, you know, putting him on the map. And then he did Time Cop, which was like, that was his bump up in commercial viability, that movie. And that movie's not that good. I don't, I've never really liked Time Cop. I like the concept of Time Cop. If you've ever seen You know what other movies he's in that aren't very good? A lot of them? All of them. No, <laughs> every single one of them. You know, you do that, that. You do sound like Corey G. I think didn't Corey G used to shit on my love for Van Damme. He loves Seagal and always he loved Lorenzo Lamas, and I would be like, "Well, I love Van Damme," and he would always have something to say, just like you. No, he'd say like, "Oh, my favorite." Uh, he, he'd say like his favorites, like the shittiest ones. I like the Quest. Like the fucking Quest. You know. The guy basically had a simple movie. They steal my bike and I got to kill a whole town and he <laughs> fucked awesome, it up. Dude. He kept getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, there he is. He's here with us. I forgot. <laughs> I think I heard Riverman in there too. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Knockoffs in my uh, top 10 Van Damme or top five Van Damme. I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> with fucking Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is oh. fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. See, Corey G is a comedic fucking genius, and he couldn't fucking take our call. <laughs> Maybe we should just play on this episode. It's gone full circle. The fucking troll's gone on long enough. Let's just play that damn recording where he was in the hospital. Apparently, we might as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we should. So we fucking fucking uh, Polly Shore. Would you suck his dick though? No, Andy Dick looks homeless, though. I'm sure Andy Dick would do that. Would you suck Andy Dick's dick? No. Did you ever see that fucking interview with him and, like, Ivanka Trump? Yeah, where he was touching her and he's getting a little gropey. He kept grabbing her legs. Yeah. He was like, uh, he was, he was like her dad. Oh, my gosh, man. Don't go there. And his dreams. Ivanka's hot, man. She's a, she's a pretty lady. He wants to fuck his daughter. That's awesome. They should uh, remake uh, fucking, you know, Amityville 2 and and cast them in it. So what's going on here? I'm going to assume, does he get fired from his job? Why does he get recruited? Why does he allow himself to get recruited? They already got fired. Watch the fucking movie. You're so fucking lost. Look at you, you fuck up. I was telling you my medical stories, man. Uh, Andy Dick looks like Otacon from Metal Gear Solid in this. Exactly. He looks odd with that kind of hair, though. That's for sure. We're in the reserves. So do they sell him on the reserves and he accidentally signs up for the real deal or what? Basically, yeah. He's like, oh, we just show up. We do the boot camp shit and then we get paid and then we get to leave. That's awesome. But they actually call on him. Exactly. See, you said you didn't see this. Fucking liar, too. It's a pretty funny premise, you know? It's genius. It, because it, fucking Polly Shore's in it is the main reason. 
I think Polly Shore regrets this movie. Didn't he say that on the Joe Rogan podcast? I don't know. He made a couple of... Did you not listen to that interview? I don't know. No, I don't think so. So, he's pretty candid on it. Um, it's pretty sad, actually, but he straight up was telling Joe Rogan, I'm sad. He's like, why are you sad? Like, I miss being in movies. I miss it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he sounded pretty... I mean, I respect him for how honest he was, but at the same time, it sounded kind of like, ugh, you know, bro. Um, but yeah, he's like, where do you think it went wrong? He's like, you know, I, towards the end, I made a couple of bad choices and script choices. And at the end of the day, he said it was just overexposure. You know, the weasel got burned out. The whole, the whole character just, it was, it was too much. You guys can fucking watch the weasel all day, but I don't, that's true. He probably was just overexposed, but at the same time, that can't be just it. You can't just blame it on. I was everywhere. Because someone like Dwayne Johnson is fucking everywhere. Dwayne Johnson. Well, he's going to fucking crash and burn soon. I don't think so, dude. Nobody's going to give a fuck about him in like 10 years. Okay, if if no one gives a fuck about him in 10 years, that means he had a 20-year successful run. I don't think that's bad at all. 20 years? He, he's already, like, what are you counting as successful? Like the Scorpion fucking King? Nobody liked that shit. Dude, the Scorpion King came out fucking forever, dude. Ago. Yeah. Like... So what are you counting? I'm going to look at his IMDb here, man. Give me a sec. He's he's a flash in the pan that's not going to be a flash in the pan. He's here to stay. What's he been around for like three years now? You just give me a second. You hold your fucking horses. Like fucking Skyscraper and, and Rampage. You look at those fucking trailers and they look like fake trailers that somebody made as a joke. They do look bad, but I know Rampage was a fucking hit. I don't know about Skyscraper. That movie looked horrible. Dude, this guy's got a fucking 100, 102 acting credits. He, he he never stops acting. I mean, ever. And I'm going to go back all the way. And I'm going to see... Like, which ones... Like, n- not all those are him as the leading guy, though. Wait, some of them, I think, are... They're counting, like, uh, WrestleMania pay-per-views and shit. Mm-hmm. Some, some of this wrestling stuff. But still, okay. So... This guy, we'll go all the way. So his his film career really started with The Mummy Returns, right? That was where mm-hmm. he was assigned. That was 2001, 17 years ago. Almost 18 years ago, probably. Then Scorpion King in 2002. That movie's a fucking joke. I'm sure it was, but it was a, a bomb. I mean, it was a hit. I didn't see it. Critically panned, though. Who cares? It made money. The Rundown in 03, Walking Tall 04. Uh, Be Cool 05. He was in that shitty Doom movie. But I'm saying that's where it started, man. He's been going at it for 15 years. 15, 16 years. Oh, it's, it's over soon. It's over. Dude, he was in the biggest movie of his career just just uh, this year. Jumanji. No, it, no, it's over, man. It's over. Jum- and he's in that Fast and Furious Let it franchise. fucking go. It's over. This is the greatest scene. We're seeing this mob. Oh my god. He's he's cutting off the mob, dude. I'd still fuck him though. I'd I'd bust a nut on his fucking scalp. I wonder if uh He did say though, he's like, you know, just in the in the last couple of years, he's like him doing in the army now. I think he name dropped that movie too, because he had 
He had another movie. He was contractually obligated because is this, is this movie Disney or Disney affiliated, like Paramount? This is the original one of the original three Disney movies. Hollywood okay. Pictures. So he had a three contract deal, three picture deal, and that's what he was saying. And yeah, he said something about like he wished this wasn't the third one because they just he wanted to pick something different. Or, I don't know. There was there was another movie he really wanted to do for the third one. And he explained the premise, and, you know, it sounded funny or whatever. Uh, And, you know, he had a reasoning for everything, and for whatever reason, that one couldn't be done. And this is the one that happened, and he thinks this movie helped do him in. This movie is fucking magical. Because Biodome came out the next year, is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the start of his just strikeouts. Because what happened after Biodome? Biodome was the greatest movie ever made. What happened after it, though, is what I'm saying. I get it. After it, he became a legend in your eyes. But what happened after it? Um, uh, Curse of Inferno, I think, is after that. See, I, see, I don't even know what that is. Uh, it, it's amazing. What is it about? He's doing a, a, a southern accent through the whole movie. I'm looking it up right now. That was 97. It's amazing. Was that theatrical? I think. Holly Shore and Janine Turner, The Curse of the Inferno. A rather dull-minded bank robber suddenly suffers from a change of heart and decides to give the money back. However, he then learns that getting the money back into the bank is much more difficult than taking it out. What a fucking weird plot. That's a genius plot. Genius. Why not just leave the money out front? I don't know. Because that would make too much fucking sense. It's the shore. He's got to fucking make it harder because he's he's so great. He's got to fucking, he's got to, you know, he's got to save the day in unconventional ways. Dude, I didn't even know this movie existed, man. That's because you're a fuck up. I'm going to, I'm going to look more into it. Curse. The title is kind of ambiguous. Like, what does this have to do with a bank robbery and, you know? It has everything to do with it. You just don't get it. You don't understand the artistic merit of fucking Curse of the Inferno. So was that it? And then a few later, a few years later, he had a sitcom. I think so. That got canceled after two or three episodes aired. Why <laughs> we should? Is that on YouTube? We should try watching that sometime. Maybe, yeah. We could just either do them separately or do them all together and combine them as one. I can't do a single push-up. You can't? I tried the other day, and I couldn't do it. Really? It's the first time I tried in I don't know how long. Yeah, man, you got to build some upper body strength. I, I guess I could have tried, but then I just laid there, and I was like, fuck this. And then I, I think I fell asleep. See, that's going to be the next step. As far How's your uh, weight loss journey going? Um, uh, uh, I, I'm down. Uh, last I checked, yeah, I'm down to 250 now. Do you keep you still keep losing every week a little bit? Mm-hmm. Are you what are you losing on average a week? Um, a pound or two. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. Um, so I mean, whenever you do kind of get to that next level or hit that plateau or whatever, the next step is to start putting on you know building a little bit of that muscle, and uh, you'll want to start incorporating you know push up probably for you body weight stuff you know just push ups and stuff like that. Um, 
I want to tie the weights to my cock to stretch out my foreskin to get my uh, foreskin back. <laughs> I, that's funny because I almost... Uh, that's a real thing, by the way. You can, you can find that on Google. What? That's a real thing you can do. You can get weights to put on your dickhead, and then it's it like ties to your leg and then stretches the skin around your dickhead all day while you go to work and shit. Why would you want to do that, though? This is awesome. Look, he's got it backwards, so he, he, he just fixed it right there. Genius. Is this the uh, quote that you guys always say when he fires it? <laughs> That's way later in the movie, though. Oh, way later. <laughs> Suck on this a one time. Remember that video I sent you where it was just that being replayed for 10 hours straight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably better than the whole movie. But, but no, what I would, what I would recommend... See, Polly Shore's doing push-ups, man. What's your excuse? Polly Shore's a fucking mountain of a man. What I would recommend, though, is when you get to that point, you know, nothing's better than, than body weight stuff, uh, you know, pull-ups, push-ups, and all that stuff, but I would get those resistant bands, you know, that you put to a door or whatever. Those are awesome because you know it's uh it's not as intense. You're not you don't have to do a, a pull up and lift your whole body, which those are really tough. You can sort of lay on the ground and pull back the resistance bands and still get a back workout. Um, you can kind of do it at your intensity level, whatever you want that to be. You know, I'm just concerned that if you got one of those, you'd be tempted to put it around your neck and. That's what I was just thinking. I was thinking it had I could use it for that. I know I, and then start doing the uh erotica fixation thing and that's that's actually that's how chris cornell actually killed himself at least he died fucking coming spectacularly well that's not they didn't say anything sexual was involved with his he just killed himself oh that sucks look i like that big q-tip he's got this is one of my favorite lines in the movie where right here He's a, he's, I'm a crazy boy. What did you say, boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, this is like American Gladiators, man. Remember when they used to play Joust? They used to Joust with that? I used to love that show, man. Did you ever watch that when you were little? No. Why not? Because it seemed gay. I kind of was, but it was a lot of fun. No, it just seemed... I didn't give a fuck. I don't even remember turning it there and seeing it. If I if I did see it and I saw how gay it was, I probably would have watched it. Because I loved wrestling, which is the gayest sport ever. She don't still watch wrestling. Sometimes. But not enough to follow the actual story arc, right? No, not really. I mean, do are any of the wrestlers of today even... Is there anything appealing about them? Um, Bray Wyatt is kind of doing like the uh, the fucking uh, Undertaker shtick, but he's like a fat neck beard, so it's like, wh- why? I I I knew you would say someone like Bray Wyatt. I don't know, because <laughs> he's the most entertaining. Yeah, I get because he's got a character down. He's got an over the top type of character down, like that Southern cult fucking weird thing. Um, and I'm not super familiar and savvy with it. I don't follow that shit, but I just kind of hear things. But it, it doesn't. There's no characters like there were back in the day, man. Like over the top, Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, ma- there's no more Macho Man's. That guy was. That guy was just 
on a, a thousand at all times. Uh, I miss him. Now he's doing more. See, he's getting better at the push-ups. It's going to come in handy when I'm fucking him. But you know what? We should have got Mac to do this movie with us because we love the shore and we would die for the shore. That's what I said, man. I, I When you pitched this movie, I'm like, yeah, I think we should wait for Josh James or Mac, especially Mac. And you're like... Oh, I gotta do it now. I did not say that. You fuck. You fucking lie. Coward. Genius. Still not the worst rap album ever, which is surprising. Not bad. He he started out with hot damn. You set it off. That's a reference to fucking Ice Cube's diss track of N.W.A. Genius. Uh, no Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Genius. Did you hear that he wanted that to be his legacy? The album? Yeah, he wanted to become a rapper. That he he wanted to tackle that head on, baby. No way. It didn't seem. It seemed like a money gimmick. It didn't seem like it was legit. That's what he was saying, but it's probably for show. Because, you know, he's kind of a character anyway. Most of the stuff they say, yeah. I, I just can't buy it. I mean, it seemed like a cash thing. And I've seen a video interview where he had, like, his posse around him. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of black dudes behind him. And I I don't know. I think it was just a gimmick. So why did they shave their heads and now they're letting them grow out? Like, what was the point of that? Oh, yeah, it's a good point. How long have they been in here at, at this particular time? Like, Because their hair's grown a lot. Mm-hmm. Have they been there a fucking few months? Is it the whole point of cutting it so that the enemy can't grab you by your hair or something? Yeah. So, so why let it gr- fucking grow now? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but... So I'm assuming they probably filmed... The earlier scenes first, because they probably shaved his head at the end of filming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They probably just trimmed it to this point and then filmed all these scenes and then waited for the shave. Well, no, because he had long hair, right? Or was he wearing a wig? I don't know. Did he have long hair or did they do like a cut, a cutaway? And then he had a shaved head or did they actually show them buzzing off? They showed it cutting. Yeah. Well, so that's weird. I wonder how they did it. Was he because you know what I mean? You'd think, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't take a bunch of time, he has that long-ass curly hair, they would trim it to this length, and film all this shit, and then do the shaved head. Unless they really... Or he's, is he wearing a wig now? You're getting bogged down by the logistics. Is he wearing a wig now? Just enjoy the greatness that is the movie. That's David Allen Greer. He was on an episode of Kingdom and Kel where they acknowledged that it was David Allen Greer and he they basically point out that oh hey, David Allen Greer and, and Kel's like, Oh, I loved you and uh I think he confuses him with Britney Spears or something. What? With Britney Spears. That's how that's how stupid that show was. He's like, No, this is this is David Allen Greer. He was on in the army now. Blank man. They actually said in the army now, which was genius. Why wouldn't they say in living color what he's known for probably most? Because no one gives a shit about that. They care about blank man and fucking in the army now. Why didn't they say tales from the hood? 
Because they didn't give a shit. That that doesn't have the shore in it. But Polly Shore's not in uh, Blank Man either. <laughs> exactly. But it would have been better. Dude, Blank Man will be fun to do. I've brought it up many times. I know, I know. And you always just, you always just, oh, oh, I don't care what Zach has to say. I'm going to say something else. Fuck him. If, if I didn't care about your opinion, I wouldn't have done any of these shitty Polly Shore movies, man. Oh, you wanted to do these. You're just putting it on me. So I, I, I would like to do Blank Man, but of course, Major Pain, too. Major Pain was like a 90s staple. Exactly. See, they're the water boys. They purify the water. Genius idea for a, a movie. So, what's the uh, the out the the common issue here is I don't think Polly Shore works well in a duo. Andy Dick and his dynamic, and then you have him and uh, Stephen Baldwin. Maybe he was better as a solo guy. He was he, he was a duo in fucking Encino Man, a, a trio. He was a he, he was a side bit player, man. He wasn't the main guy. I mean, it, he was still a duo at least. I don't think Encino Man's the best movie. Son in Law's the superior movie. You can suck a dick up. That's uh, Lori Petty. She was in uh, fucking Psycho Four. Tank Girl, right? Is she in that? I don't know. I've never seen that, but she was in Psycho Four. Or no, she wasn't. She was in the original fucking Bates Motel uh, pilot that didn't get picked up back in like 90-something. And it was funny because in that pilot, like part two and three were already out. But for some reason, they decided to just act like those two didn't exist. Say that uh, Norman died in fucking like the nut house after the first one. And he left... The fucking uh, motel to some dude, and that was that was the fucking. It was gonna be like a an anthology type of show where there's different guests that come every week and have their own story, and it didn't. It, it fell apart, baby. But yeah, she was she was Tank Girl, and she was in Point Break. She was in a League of Their Own. That's right, I forgot about that. Point Break is awesome. We need to do that movie with the Reeves shooting his gun in the air and going, ah, that's hot as fuck. Didn't we have a scene with him and a Speedo in another movie? Exactly. We got to see his cock bouncing. Oh, this is what Riverman said he likes. Riverman does this uh, to his, his wife, he says. Yeah. Why does he have some disembodied legs laying there? I don't does see. Does he fuck oh. those? <laughs> like those mannequins? Yeah. Is drill a hole in between? So he's still just in like basic training because he's still in America and he's fucking this chick. They're they're done now. Okay, but he's gonna get called to war. Yeah, it's a cock block. The fucking the military's a cock block in him. Right here. How does he get this chick? How does he get this? Because it's you know? fucking the shore. He's got a huge cock and he's hot as fuck. His dick looks pretty small to me, man. Oh, it's he's a grower, baby. What if he had a little pee spot? You think he has a little pee spot? We can't see it because it's not HD. I usually do. You know that thing where you have a little pee spot? It's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't wear underwear anymore, so I don't have that problem. It's because you're fucking gross. 
I gave up wearing... The fucking ball sweat just drips right into your pants. I just have to wash my jeans more. I got a lot of pair of jeans. I got tons. I got like eight. I got one pair, and I wear them at least five or six times before I wash them. You know, I used to be that guy, but I got like eight pairs of jeans now, but... It's because you're a preppy bitch. If that's the price I have to pay to not wear underwear, I mean, because once you go commando in a really, really good, comfortable pair of jeans, you can't go back, man. I used to as a kid, and I did, so you're a fucking liar, too. I've been used. (laughs) So fuck you. Would you fuck the petty? You think she's related to Tom? No, and I don't think she's attractive. The haircut's not attractive. I don't like those short crop haircuts on chicks. She looks like Polly Shore. Look at it. That's because you're afraid of your sexuality. You're afraid you'll you'll think they're a guy and you'll like it. What? No. Uh, That's your thing. Look at this though. They look the same because the video's so low def. They, you can't. They look like the same person standing next to each other. The video is most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf was in that movie Monsters Ball. That's a pretty good movie. You bring that movie up a lot. Why don't you fucking marry that movie or something? I've brought it up maybe one other time. At least five times. I think Just in this commentary. You said it five times in this show. You've already forgotten. <laughs> this movie sucks. Is it going to pick up? This movie's fucking great. You're just retarded. You're just, you're just a fucking retard and don't understand the greatness. See, the fucking, this movie, like, you know how people are like, oh, you just don't understand David Lynch. You, you cannot understand the Pauly Shore movies. There's really a fucking underlying great theme that's being explained that just goes over your head. Is Mac working right now? I don't fucking know. What, what am I writing an any biography about him? <laughs> I was going to say you could call him, see if you can give a... This scene is great, though, because they pretend to be gay to get out of it, which I would do. Would you uh, fucking dodge the draft? I probably would. Oh, it's Paul Mooney. I, I like how you just you didn't want to touch that with a 30-foot pole. That was great. No, Sadie, I'm sorry. I know that literally the timing was just bad because it's Paul Mooney. What did you... Uh... I said, would you dodge the draft? Because I probably would. We don't have a draft anymore, but... Uh, if, if we ever did. If we did have a draft, I mean, I would hope. All I could say is I would hope it was a war that I think was justified. You know what I mean? I, oh, they never are, usually. Sometimes they are. Very rarely. Sometimes they are. If it was a if it was a situation where, you know, Homeland Security and there was some kind of attack on us, you know, like a 9-11 type thing, I would absolutely serve 100%. No question. But what if we what if we attacked the wrong place again? If I don't if it was a if they were bringing back the draft, I would think it would be a total world war situation. It'd be a big deal, and I would think yeah. I mean, if they ever called the draft back, I would think it would be necessary. I, I think it would have its reasons, and I, yeah, I I wouldn't avoid the draft. Oh, I would fucking run, uh, but I do my best to keep in touch with you from Canada. Because you're a beta, bro. <laughs> Yo, that was funny. Don't pretend like that wasn't funny, though. That was funny. But yeah, I am a beta. Uh, that's fine. I blame it on that whole evolutionary trait we got to not want to die for fun. It's not dying for fun. It's dying for your freedom to 
play your Resident Evil games. It's dying so you can watch. Hey, Resident Evil isn't free. That shit costs sixty bucks. Look at this freedom you have, Zach. Look. If you didn't have the freedom that you had now, do you know there's countries where they would behead you for watching a Polly Shore movie? Probably. I'm sure. Then you'd be truly free, because then you're dead. Then you really don't have to worry about anything. You don't gotta go to work when you're dead. Man, I'm really going full troll on this one. Look, it's the guy from uh, Death Warrant. It's the guy from Man of the House. It's the guy from First Kid. I would fuck him. This guy must have been in contract with Disney because he was in nothing but the Hollywood picture movies and Disney movies. Mm-hmm. This guy. And he was on Home Improvement, like in bit parts. He had like cameos. He was just like one of those contract players with them. I don't think the only other movie I ever saw that was not Disney was Death Warrant with Van Damme. You know what movie we should do? We should do uh, fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning. That's a movie where they're dodging the draft. Which made me think of that. I'm so done with that series, man. Oh, that series is the greatest. Fucking, uh, what's his name that played Leatherface in that movie? He's amazing. We gotta do, oh, <laughs> our, our best friend. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's who I wish we could get the phone number of and prank. That would be fucking hilarious. Exactly. We could ask him if he dodged the draft. Andrew Bernarski. And then I'd make fun of him because he's an old fuck that would die immediately. Dude, I wish we had his, uh, he's so dumb, he's probably got his phone number on his Facebook. Let me see. You, you see the uh, Up Next videos? I see Sidekick, Chuck Norris, full movie. Down here is Joe Rogan, Henry Rollins, on how he started doing Spoken. Why the fuck does he wear his earphones like that? He always puts one in one ear. Why does he do that? I don't know. Is he retarded? The first time he went on Rogan's podcast, he explained it, and I can't remember what he said. I think he's just retarded. I'm looking at Andrew Bernarski's uh, uh, Facebook here, and his his profile pic is a stupid mirror pic, and it looks like it's in a Motel 6, and he's dressed like Lemmy. He's got a Motorhead t-shirt, a Lemmy hat, and a Lemmy stash. Does he got a turd on his face? No, but he looks like a redneck, man. Would you fuck him? Jeez. Dude, there's this... Ugh, there is this picture of him. Someone tagged him in it. Looks like maybe he was at a convention. Um, somebody caught him in the parking lot. Is he passed out drunk in the background? No, but he's wearing a uh, hot rod shirt, you know, Rowdy Roddy shirt. And uh, he he looks fucking way out of shape, man. He's big and fat, and he's got a QT big gulp, big old beard. What happened to this guy? Um, he used to be chipped from Batman Returns, man. He uh, fucking ruined his career. Stopped getting invited to fucking conventions because he, like, fucking threatened somebody or something. Or beat somebody up. I don't know. I wish we had sound bites from that guy. I heard, like, uh, a friend of mine went to a convention where he was there. It was, like, the, one of the first, like, years. It was, like, probably, like, a year or two after the fucking re- the remake. And uh, he was the only one there charging 25 bucks for his autograph. Everybody else t- charging 20 but he wanted 5 extra. I'm more important than Robert England. I was in the, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ooh. Even Robert England back then, they were that low, 20 bucks. They were all low back then, baby. What if he's the one that fucked it up? 
Hey, I can I can charge twenty five or even thirty now because that fucking retard did it and they paid him. Dude, people now it's like fifty to a hundred. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. I'm trying to see if there's any funny. Uh, trying to see some funny videos on him. Oops. Edit that shit out. Just want to. Are, are you are you that fucking not interested in this great fucking movie? And now DMZ and DMZ Live present. <sighs> I just want to get some crazy bat shit uh, propaganda out of his mouth. Uh, just listen to his podcast. He has a podcast? I don't know. Probably not. I'm sure he does, dude. Everybody's got a podcast. He probably doesn't know how to work a computer. He does seem like a primitive fucking Neanderthal, man. He he put out an episode about like shitting on. A, he's like, well, today he talks like this. He's like, I'm the best leather face ever. Yeah, I got a call from Michael Bay. He's like, you want to wear the mask? I said I was born to wear the mask. So on his podcast, he's like, yeah. So Gunnar Henson died. I, I say, fuck him, man. He suck his dead nuts. <laughs> I listened to that episode. That is what he said, too. Go for, it's probably not on his Facebook anymore, but when Gunnar Henson died, he was like, Fuck Gunnar Henson! You can suck his dead nuts! So what if, What was his beef with him again, exactly? I don't understand. Why did he hate him so much? Was it just competitive stuff? Because people probably liked him better. Uh, nobody likes the fucking... Well, people like the remake basically for the actors in the movie, not really the fuck, not him. And I think he's just too. Oh, did you see who that was? Oh uh, no, let me check again. I didn't even that, notice. That was Brennan Fraser. Look, there's Eastside Morales, dude. He's in this. He's he, that, he's. I don't give a fuck about Brennan Fraser. Shut up. I'm talking about Eastside Morales right there, the guy with the gun. That's Bob. Dude, Brennan Fraser though. Where is he at? I don't see him. He, he just he ate something off of his plate and left. So it was a cameo. He's never gonna be seen again. Yeah. Ah, who cares? Uh, but that's Brendan Fraser. He's amazing. But that's Isai Morales, man. He played Bob on La Bamba. You know Isai Morales, and he played the bad guy on uh, Bad Boys with Sean Penn. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. He's a far better actor than. You know, uh, Brendan Fraser. Polly Shore is better than both of them. Dude, Isai Morales is too good for this movie. This movie is great. Shut the fuck up. Why, why, why are you being so negative about it? But he, no, he's too good of an actor. He really is. You know, he's not usually in like stupid movies. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. Don't do it. I'll, I'll fucking hang up this podcast right now. I can't do it. I mean ice into the microphone because I knew it would piss him off. He's a little bitch. Dude, you got to edit that out, man. Dude, I, I don't make me fucking cringe. Oh, you're such a soy boy. No, dude. You got to edit. Dude, I, nothing makes me shut off a podcast faster than, than somebody eating on it. I'll make sure to leave it then so you don't, you, you don't listen to this one. <laughs> there was... I don't know what it was. There was some... Oh, I was listening to a fucking podcast um, 
yesterday, and it was, I think it's a fairly newer podcast. I think it's called Lead Singer Syndrome Podcast, and it's this guy, he's uh, he's the, the singer or guitar player for Silverstein. Silverstein! Right? That's a band, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's a band. They're like on tour with Hawthorne Heights. They're one of those fucking bands. But anyway. Cut my wrists and black my eyes. <laughs> anyway, this fucker started a podcast where he interviews lead singers. Uh, and on the newest episode, he interviews Jonathan Davis. Right? Yeah. I listened to it. And this guy's doing adverts, you know, throughout, like normal throughout the podcast, which I think is stupid. Dollar Shave Club. Dude, I it's so fucking stupid. First of all, everybody should do what Joe Rogan does. Everybody should do what Joe Rogan does and do all your ads at the beginning of the podcast. Just even if it takes and it takes like six to ten minutes. Is Joe Rogan like your hero or something? No, but he has the perfect format. Like, dude, it's so annoying when you're listening to a podcast and they break every ten minutes for an ad. It's it's yeah. fucking it's stupid. So Joe Rogan, he just puts all his shit at the beginning and he even says I like to put it all at the beginning because I don't want to interrupt the conversation. You guys can feel free to fast forward. And he says, just fucking fast forward it. He doesn't really give a shit. Um, and that's what I do. So I, I don't. I, I, we do that, too. We just edit out the the advertisements. See, we're, 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 we're better than him. So I was listening to this guy's podcast. And I was actually getting into the conversation. And in the middle, he breaks for an ad. And it's for... Um, I can't remember which protein bar company, you know, fucking power bars you buy at the grocery store. And he starts fucking eating it. He opens the wrapper on the mic. He's like, oh, I'm so good. Um, um." He's fucking eating the thing. That's genius. No, it was fucking annoying. And I stopped listening. What is this called? I had to, I had to hear it. I stopped listening to that podcast. I couldn't make it through the ad and I stopped listening. I didn't even fast forward it. I'm like, you just lost me. And I didn't. I unsubbed. Oh man, you're such a pussy. And I uh, and I unsubbed because those guys. Okay, so if he that's going to be a regular sponsorship. So I expect him to play that ad or him do that same shtick pretty often where he's going to be eating the fucking thing. And he's, he literally is doing like the finger sucking thing. You know, and it's like fuck yeah. And he's trying to say how good it is. That's some ASMR shit. No, it's not good at all. I'm like, you are not selling me on this power bar. This episode of BTM is sponsored by ICE. <laughs> I, uh, the immig- immigration? Oh, no. I'm going to eat another th- thing of ice in- into the mic. Don't, don't do it. Please don't. Please don't. God, you're such a fuck up. You're such a bitch. Don't. Don't do it. I love so. it. I love. I love being full troll. Like I, I've, I've literally just completed metamorphosis into Corey G at this point. You have evolved into your final Pokemon form. Exactly. You do kind of look like a Pokemon. Exactly. For anybody that doesn't know, I'm a midget and I'm yellow. See, they don't know that because they can't see us. I'm basically a cartoon character. Well, I I think uh I mean there's video there's video content of like me and River and stuff that's you know we haven't done stuff like that in a long time but I mean you could search the channels and you could find shit like that there's no video content of Zach though. Mhm. But that'll probably change hopefully in Vegas we'll get some video content. Uh he's going to film me film me fucking a hooker. <laughs> 
We're going to get some hookers. And we're going to run a train on them. I thought... Him? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I thought... We're calling uh, the hour boy again. I thought Josh's idea was pretty pretty legit. Where he's like, uh, hire a call girl to come and just record a podcast with her. <laughs> That's genius. It really is kind of genius. Now, I don't know what they charge, but I mean, I, that's that would be funny. That would be very, very odd. Um, but we've heard how uptight they are on the on the phone where we prank call them. So we can't like make jokes about I can't like make jokes about coming on tits and stuff. I think you would have to tell them up front too. Um, like, yeah, I'm gonna make jokes about coming on tits. I think no. I think uh, I think that'd be a better no. No, I don't think there's a place for that there. I think I think that would be a better deep end actually. Like hire a hooker to, and just like I want to. What's a day in the life of someone like you? Like and just get some stories, you know? Like how did you fall down this path? That, that, that would be great for a commentary. Just watch a movie. Don't even talk about it. Just like what you think of this movie though? Or we can call no. So. I would want to get a female prostitute and do like a deep end, an actual analytical and fun discussion about, you know, just their life and the life that they lead. That would be interesting. What led them there, how they grew up. But for a commentary, I would like to get a male prostitute, a male escort, hire them, and then we should do a commentary for cruising. And then we could be like, so how accurate is this? Exactly. No, we should do a commentary for one of uh, Stephen Jeffrey's pornos. Yeah, no thanks. Why not? The guy might get some ideas, too. I never understood the concept of guys watching porn together. That's so weird. And you know what? And there's... It's like going to jack-off theaters. Why would anybody want to go watch a, a porno with a bunch of people? I don't understand. And, it, you know, I... Because the VHS wasn't a thing then. You know, I I have a friend that's re- was really involved in the uh, I don't think they are anymore. Was really involved in the whole uh, Fet Life, like Fet. You know, there's like the website FetLife.com, whatever. It's like a social media for people with fetishes and kinks. All right. Uh, not that I'm plugging that. I'm I'm not plugging it, but it's huge. But uh, we gotta make that uh, a permanent staple on the show. Now we gotta make our own profile. Say we're into fucking shitting in mouths. <laughs> there, dude, you'll find it there. Awesome. Go ahead and knock yourself out. I won't be. I won't partake. But anyway, I had a friend that was real big into that, and uh, you know, she told me a whole bunch of crazy stories, man. So living vicariously, I guess. But she would tell me about these sex parties because it's it's just like any social media thing where Fet Life there'd be groups and somebody would be hosting a big event and you'd all show up at the party and. Um, and it was like just a whole bunch of rooms and are fucking all in the same room. Just it's just a giant mass orgy party, and there would be. Inter- you ever been to an orgy? No, absolutely not. But I'm trying to say she would say that there would always be like a, a room, a room delegated for people that just jerk off to porn, and, and you know, in a room they'd all go into a room and just. Oh fuck them, party poopers. But she was like, yeah, that's a get a weird fucking guy thing. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's like that South Park thing, right? Didn't they do that in South Park, Stan's dad? Mm-hmm. Or they joke, I don't understand it. It's genius. But yeah, go ahead, man. Build a build a FetLife profile, and then you can give out your username here on the podcast, and 
Boba Fett life. I'm in the fucking big fucking Muppets. Oh wait, that's Java. Boba Fett's the fucking. That'd be funny if you got a lot of people um, referred from that podcast and that website. You know, it'd be interesting. YouTube doesn't give you that analytic. They tell you the demo, the age range that you're hitting. They tell you male versus female and that ratio. They don't, and they tell you they they tell you by country, but they don't they don't tell you. And they tell you, you know, people are coming in from external links on social media or Facebook. They say within uh, YouTube itself, they subscribers or unsubscribers. But they don't say how many of them are, are kinky freaks that are coming from FetLife. Somebody should fucking uh, troll our voicemail line by going on there and saying, yo, I'm into like some sick shit. Call call me, leave a message anytime. We'll get, we'll get fucking fodder for the show forever after that. Yeah. I was thinking about like telling the, the Flat Earth Society that call this number and give them like your fucking uh, your, your, your best evidence for the Flat Earth. You know, speaking of Flat Earth, when when Michael Bauer finally, when he, I'm going to give it a couple of weeks. I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask to talk to him right now because he'll be like, that'd be selling five bucks or whatever he's charging, right? Uh, no, give it a couple of weeks and he'll be hungry and he'll do it again. It doesn't matter. He'll do it. I, I will not fucking pay anybody because he was saying that shit. Like, would you want to do an interview with somebody? So I was like, yeah, you pay the money. What was he charging? 50 bucks for like 15 minutes? Something like that, yeah. Who the fuck is he? He's nobody. That's fucking insane. He's he's fucking donkey lips. Dude, I've I could interview people that are actually that have careers for nothing. Mm-hmm. Why why is he worth a fifty bucks every fifteen minutes? That's two hundred bucks an hour for a phone call. Get over yourself. Because he's going to be homeless, man. Give him a break. He's homeless because he lives in Hollywood. He chooses to live in Hollywood as an unsuccessful actor. That's his problem. Don't don't fucking... uh, Don't harsh his gig, Cruster. But it is his problem. I have a hard time empathizing for people like that. um, That complain nonstop about costs. um, And him not being able to afford this or that or whatever. Like, dude, get the fuck out of Hollywood. Yeah, move to a fucking shithole no one wants to live at. Then you'll be you'll be smooth sailing. Dude, Hollywood is a shithole. And I apologize if anybody's listening that's from Hollywood, but Hollywood's a shithole. No. If it was, it wouldn't be so expensive to live there. Well, everybody wants to be there. That's just it's how it is. Land of opportunity. No, it's dude, it's not. Hollywood's a shithole. You don't want to live there. I mean, certain spots in it, certain spots everywhere is a shithole. Hollywood's a tourist trap, dude. Oh, is there mannequins there? <laughs> there actually kind of is. You got uh, Madame Tussauds, uh, uh, wax statues. Exactly. He's got a scorpion on his back. See, yeah, this movie's fucking great, and we haven't been talking about the greatness of this movie. It's not that good, man. Where are they at? Afghanistan? They're in Chad. Why? Thank you. Because Chad is cool. They wanted to go to Chad. Where was it filmed, though? Is that a fucking green screen? You're right. I think it's just filmed in California. Very clear. All right, Brad. 
Or maybe Arizona. We don't have like sand dunes like that in Arizona. I don't think they have them in. I don't fucking know. They don't have those in California. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's not. Oh, you have a scorpion. Ugh. I hate those, man. Why? Because we got them here, man. We don't have. I've never seen that kind of scorpion, but we have the bark scorpions, the yellow ones. Yeah, see, why don't you get the fuck out of there? You got scorpions there. I I don't see them, you know. We I spray my property and stuff like that, so I don't I don't get that stuff. But we do have them here. Got to call the exterminator to spray for scorpions. Yeah, just like anybody else, just like in the Midwest, you know, people spray for brown recluses. You know, we don't we don't really have that here. I don't really see spiders here, so it's just kind of a trade off, I guess. But they come out here and spray for stuff like you know. I'm sure your uh, your house gets sprayed too. No, I just, I live amongst all the rats and uh, all the creatures. We share this place. They're playing live? No. Yeah, they are. Deep no. enough to That's Ed Kowalczyk, you, I just heard him. You just think that's what they're playing. It's a mirage, because they're in the desert. That that album, though, Throwing Copper Man, it is one of my favorite albums of the 90s. It's so good. I mean, it is kind of a 90s album, but it's it's still great. It's timeless. They just went in a big circle. So how did they get lost? It's genius. How did they get lost? Um, They don't know where they're going, and... They turned. Uh, they took a wrong turn. That's how. Who's the platoon leader? They wouldn't be out by themselves. He is. Why is he the platoon leader? Is he a private? Because he's uh, awesome. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, that's why you should just know your place and shut up. This movie's great. I never liked. I never thought David Allen Greer was funny. Did you? <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny if I said nothing and just see how long that awkward silence could last. It's fucking awesome. I love that. I love that in everyday conversation. People hate that shit, and they like that's cringy. I I purposefully try to get stuff like that to happen, and just fucking try to make it as uncomfortable as possible. I love it. It's it's fucking awesome, especially if like you meet somebody new. To get that, it's like they're they're having a mini panic attack when that's happening, and I'm just loving it. The the human uh, species, uh, it, it 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 makes me happy to fuck with them. You know, before uh, I'm glad you told me this, by the way. Before when I got out of the doctor this morning, you you sent that uh, message or whatever about the Ashers Evil Dead season three. And uh, I didn't even realize it was coming out next week. Because uh-huh. they usually drop, I think they usually drop at different times of the year, but I could be wrong. But uh, so I, I pre ordered mine. So mine's coming. Thank God they're finally digital. But yeah, they're adding the fucking digital codes finally. I pre ordered mine from Best Buy. And for some reason, I'm getting it Friday, like three days after it drops, which is kind of bullshit. You and Best Buy, man. You you just love the Best Buy. Best Buy, I have a rewards program with it, so I get something out of it. And they also had an exclusive packaging, so 
which Amazon did not have. Look at the fr the frame rate there. That's great. What's that? This cop you were watching the frame rate. It looked like he was just like. Yeah, I saw it. Like dancing, like just in slow motion. There, that was awesome. Did you uh, pre-order it also, or? Not yet. I've been saving money. I'm going to though. Look at his ass. I want to fuck it. <laughs> Dude, that's so white. <laughs> the tan lines. You remember the Andy Dick show on MTV? Yeah, I do. It was kind of popular. That was awesome. It, it was fucking amazing. It was wasn't it? It was popular, but wasn't it only around for like a season? It was like really quick. One or two. Because it was off the heels of Tom Green and that success, right? Mm-hmm. I only remember like two bits from it. One where it was like he was playing like a guy. And they were talking about like remember that whole big scan like people were freaking out because they they heard that uh, cell phones were causing brain tumors or something. Yeah, they did a bit on that. Hey man, they still might. I think it's just too early for us to know. Wait till we're all about seventy. Let's see how big our heads are from tumors. But go ahead. And then uh, fucking uh, one based on that fear show. Oh, fear factor. No fear, where they put cameras filming their face, and they they went to scary places. You mean uh, scare? Isn't there a show called Scare Tactic or Scare Tactics or? She's called Fear. It I don't remember MTV. that show. It was on what channel? MTV, baby. Uh see, I don't. You were big into MTV, man. I didn't watch. I didn't watch that show. You knew about it. See, I didn't. My knowledge of MTV passed the year. Maybe 2000. It was basically the original Ghost Hunter shows. Oh, okay. I'm just saying I don't have any knowledge of MTV past the years 1999 to 2000, something like that. I just don't. I keep wanting to fucking eat a, eat a piece of ice, and I can't because you're a bitch. It's fucking horrible. So it's, it's atrocious to listen to. So so is your fucking voice. You ever hear me bitch about your voice and how how hard it is to listen to? But I do something that makes me happy, and you're just fucking bitching and moaning at me, telling me to delete it, take it out, tell me you'll hang up the phone. You're so fucking mean to me. Like you're such an asshole. I'm persecuted. Apparently, we're both bullies. <laughs> that one comment. Exactly. <laughs> uh, was that Adrian Mendoza? But no one's persecuted like Zach is. Oh, okay. Make make that a t-shirt, bitch. Exactly. Follow the trail of tears, Zach. You know. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm still all about that idea. I think the t I think we should do t-shirts. Yeah, we should. And we should make them pay ninety nine ninety nine. For, for one shirt. And all the money can go to my heroin addiction. <laughs> Am I starting to blur the lines where you don't know if I'm trolling or not? Uh, I don't know, man. I, you know what? It's going to blow me away, too. Because it was funny, because we still get comments on some of the older episodes with you on them when you weren't, like, in character all the way. And... It's got to be weird for the people that sort of jumped on board after those shows and they go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you when you post revival classics or whatever, and like who the fuck is this guy? 
But, uh, you know, the Zach, the regular Zach, he's more like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just a little different. You have a different register of voice. Your voice is lower. The real Zach's lower. You know, I think, and then la, 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 la. I sound Southern. But then he talks like this. Mm-hmm. We should do uh fucking uh the other movie with her in the, in the Reeves. Oh, Point Break. Point Break, motherfucker. No, it, what I was gonna ask on that topic though is, I I I've wondered this recently. So when we get together with Josh in Vegas, uh, here after a while, are you gonna be in character in Vegas, or do you like drop it? Like I don't. <laughs> I'm going to have to be. I'm going to have to be in character the whole time. <laughs> like, so we're going to go into um, a casino and you're going to go up to a cashier and you're going to go, what's up? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That'll be like, a, it'll be a fucking, that's what I'll try to do. I'll try to stay in character the whole time. And if I ever drop it, uh, I got to give you 80 bucks. 80 bucks. What's that from? I give you 80 bucks. <laughs> what's that from? I don't know. Me and Mac always do it. I mean, me and Mac always do it. Oh, it's probably from something. You blew the cover, man. You just said his name. Yeah, I have to censor it. I doxed him. I had a box. What is the deal there? Why? Why can't you say his name? Because he's like Voldemort. If you say it, it fucking like, like we won't be able to fucking save the world. It's canon. Does he just like? Does did you? Just, is it a privacy thing, though? No, we just started doing it to be fucking stupid and be funny. So, if you listen to the old episodes, he says it all the time. But then, like, oh, we should start censoring every time we say it, and it just stuck. Because we're fucking stupid. Dude, on the uh, the last commentary that we put out, uh, the last, well, the last film commentary we put out, the uh, the Reeves, the fucking bogus journey... Dude, you guys were like on 11. There's something about when both you guys get together in a room and just, I have to just, I just have to stand back. You know what it is? Cause we had a, we had a comments. Did you read any of the comments we got? Nope. Not yet. So maybe that might be a decent seg, but there's a comment that makes it kind of relevant, but actually I'm going to pull them up right now. <laughs> And it was so funny. See, you just can't wait for this fucking movie to be over. It's so amazing, and you're just you just want it to be over. Well, I mean, if there's something great happening, feel free to point something out. Oh, every I mean, second is is great. I'm seeing a bunch of these guys, the same four people I keep seeing the whole movie together in a room, and they're just they're always together, and they're just talking. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Is that the same guy that played uh, uh, Up Yours with a Twirling Lawnmower? What's that from? From uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Rod. No, it fucking looks like him though, but it's not. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, though it looks like him. So let me see here. I gotta find this comment here. Was it about how fucking uh, great and big Mac and Zach's cocks are? <laughs> And how nobody can make uh, make uh, a female come like they can. 
No, it was, uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read this. Um, and this was on the bogus journey and this comes from gamer guys reviews. Right. <laughs> and he had asked for the advice on how to pick up chicks, the Mac and Zach way. Right. Yes. Anyway, he goes on to say, thanks for the helpful advice, Mac and Zach. I came close with this one girl who worked at the same place I did, but she moved to Virginia not too long ago. So I'm just going to let her be and make the moves with someone else. Minus the roofies, uh, which is kind of, that was all your advice, so he's not taking your advice. Exactly. Why the fuck would we say that? That's going to come back and bite us someday. This is where the criticism comes in. He goes, I'll admit, this commentary had a bit too much come come tum tum talk. <laughs> <laughs> I normally find it hilarious, but Zach and Mac went a bit overboard. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and I'll give my opinion on that, too. He goes, it's ironic because I had a roommate during junior college and we would make a bunch of jokes like that, but never to the point of talking about pedophilia or sucking someone's dick. (laughs) That's the whole point. You got to take it as far. Like, you got to go far and then take it farther, baby. You got to fucking you got to leave fucking good taste in the fucking dust. No. So. It's so funny. I'll, I'll, I'll quick. I'll I'll do his post signature really quick before I in, uh, elaborate. He then goes on to say, "P.S. Thanks for playing my voicemail. I was trying to do a Bobcat impression and was doing it on the fly because I was about to head to work. So I'll try something else next time. Uh, well, thank you so much for the voicemail. We appreciate it. And thanks for the feedback. No, so he's on one side of the spectrum, right? But then we got a comment. Um, Adrian Mendoza replied to him, and he goes. I disagree. There is never too much come, come, tum, tum talk. <laughs> so I got to be honest. I'm in the middle of those two. I, I'm somewhere in the middle of Adrian. You're agnostic on the, is there too much come, come and tum, tum. I Watch. do think it was, I, I think it went too far on that last one. <laughs> I, I don't remember where it would have went too far, actually. Because there's I have this theory and I was explaining this to gamer guys, but when you and Matt get together, when it's just you, it's it's fine. But when you and Mac get together, I think it's just it's a mix of you both knowing each other your whole lives, and you guys kind of have this same sort of language. But it's also like a a dick measuring contest where I think we you have to one up each other. <laughs> you guys keep trying to one up each other, <laughs> and you guys are going, and it just it just stokes the fire. Do you hear that iPhone ringtone going off? I do. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a di- it's a pissing contest, right? And so you guys have to try and impress or one up each other and that and that's where it comes from. We're trying to offend each other, like go too far. It, and it, and it, and that's exactly what I explained to him. Like I can guarantee you that's what it is. I told him that. And it's true because Mac, we know where his line is. Like Mac doesn't like those jokes. I mean, even though he's made a couple of jokes, when you start going really deep with those fucking those kid jokes, man. Even he's like, man, I, I omit my name from this. And uh, that that's you winning the contest, right? I won. Exactly. I know I, I have an easy win in my back pocket. That's why I can never have kids, because then I won't think those jokes are funny anymore. The, But see, the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, God, Mac has kids, though. Like, I wouldn't, you know... Well, that's why it's too far for him, I guess. Yeah. I, so in my personal opinion... For the most part, the humor's fine, but dude, even me with the pedophilia jokes, I don't like it. <laughs> I've never liked it. I just fuck it. 
I just deal with it, man. It's just so shocking. But sometimes it goes really fucking far. But, but I don't think they go far enough. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I think someday it'll bite us in the ass, too. But I don't care about the stuff biting us in the ass as far as, like, comedy. Um, but And I've never had a problem with that. But so... But at the same time, there's certain jokes I don't make just because me personally, I, I don't want to make those jokes. Like, I don't make, I don't like to make uh, disability jokes, you know, and stuff like that. And I love the disability jokes. I know you probably do. No, I don't. I don't make, I don't make jokes about, like, AIDS and stuff, you know. I don't, I don't make, that's me personally. But I get it. There's nothing you can't make fun of. There's nothing that you can't make comedic. I, I, I do believe that. And I'm totally for comedians that do push those boundaries and make fun. I'm not going to say they can't do it. But for me personally, it's not something I stand for. I can't do it. So, And definitely I have to say pedophilia is one of those topics. I can't do it, man. I, I can't do it. I, I'd be I'd be dumb to say that, you know, it doesn't rub off on me a little bit, some of your humor. Obviously, if I do podcasts with you all the time, uh, that's natural. But that's one thing that will never rub off. You need to pop your fucking pedophilia humor cherry. Dude, no, no. You're gonna no, be like that meme, no. that that Keanu enlightened meme, the Reeves. Yeah, that we posted, baby. Yeah, I, yeah, that'll that'll never happen. Uh, so the first time you make a pedophile joke, your eyes will light up like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe you'll those have, like you'll have all the great ingredients in your arsenal. To make no. the perfect jokes. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you my opinion on it. I thought the comment was eye-opening because I, I was thinking the same thing. But like I said, I'm in the middle, right? So you have people like Adrian that uh, you know is all about, it and he, I'm sure he gets the slapstick and the you know uh, all the, that aspect of it, the satire of it all. I'm like a fucking walking, talking trauma movie. That's what I like to think. Yeah. That that is fine. A walking, talking trauma movie. So, but basically, I'm in the middle between Adrian and Gamer Guys reviews. So, um, I don't know. At the same time, I could say what I would want, Zach. I, if if it was every, if I was God in this situation, I'd be like, yeah, I'd say tone it down like a dial, just a dial. But I'm not gonna put a muzzle on Zach. I can't. It's just, he's gonna do what he's gonna do, and I'm gonna stand. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, I'm just going to hope Zach makes the right decisions. <laughs> Make the best decisions. Uh, no no boundaries, I guess. Uh, wait, what does he say here? Uh, yeah, so I, I mentioned that. Uh, and then he goes, what does he say? Oh, I explained everything we just said. I explained to gamer guys, you know, about you and Mac dick measuring contest, one upping each other. And uh, I told him, I said, hey, I'm in the middle between you both. And then Gamer Guys goes on to say, that's perfectly fine. That's the thing I like most about your commentaries. It's the unpredictable nature. And you guys, especially Zach, know how to keep things lively. Um, see, Zach has done come in here and stole my fucking show, man. Everybody loves him. That's why when we come out with t-shirts, I don't know if we should have... I think we... I don't know. I, I, like, if we all sold t-shirts, one with, like, your face, one with my face, one with fucking Riverman's face, I have a feeling Riverman and I would be very embarrassed. Because... We'd be sitting on a big pile of our shirts. No, people would like people wouldn't want to wear my face. Like I have to wear my face. They would get to decide, and that's not gonna be. That's gonna make life harder for them. No, no. I'm just saying, uh, whatever shirts we had, 
they would have to just be more or less unanimous with the uh, the actual podcast group and the group because you know I, I let's just say if we had action figures, I think the Zach action figure would be the the best. It'd be the Green Ranger Power Ranger toy. <laughs> It'd be the one that's sold out. You know, but, because uh, I'd I'd let you take my clothes off and see my cock. You guys would be too embarrassed. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm living high on a huge, huge kid show for about 20 episodes, two-thirds of a season, and I'm the superstar. And then Zack, the Green Ranger, gets introduced, and he steals all the thunder. So that's that's what it is. But anyway, thank you so much, uh, Gamer Guys. Love the feedback, and I love the extensive comments, man. That stuff means a lot. Um, and we're always going to listen to it. We'll always read it. So, um, But let me go ahead and actually go through some more. That's a good analogy, though, real quick, because I was actually originally supposed to die off on the show. What? That was that was just a stupid joke. I, I just I, I, go ahead. I don't even get it. Because he was supposed to die off on the show. He's supposed to be on one episode. Oh, uh, or the the mini the series the two. Because I've said multiple times that I was only supposed to be on one episode, and I just never left. Oh, okay. You're intentionally trying to lower your stock with the uh, the bad jokes to you know so you make me feel better. Thank you, I appreciate it. Exactly. But uh, uh, Billy the Kid Lawrence he commented on the Encino Man commentary. I love that all you guys are going back and and going through the archives and listening to the old stuff. I love it. It's because it's a Polly Shore one, and Polly Shore's amazing. <laughs> he quotes. Fuck this leaf, LMAO. It's the little things. And I'm guessing you said fuck this leaf in the commentary somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I say that. Like, anytime, like, somebody, like, gets angry and, like, smacks something away, I say, fuck this. And I just put whatever it is. It makes me chuckle. I'm glad that it made somebody else chuckle for once. Return of the Living Dead 2 commentary. Oliver Close Off comments. The Scream Factory Blu-ray version of Return of the Living Dead 2 has the original soundtrack. Yes, we found out about that when they announced it and we were stoked. And uh, is that out yet or that's close to coming out? Is that coming out later in the year or when's that dropping? It might be out now. Mm, will, you ju- will you check that for me real quick while I'm reading these? Because I, I thought it was a little later. I don't want to miss out on that because I'd like to get it. Okay. Uh, on the Critters commentary, Adrian Mendoza comments, I enjoyed listening to this commentary. Thanks for putting it up on Revival Classics. I gotta say, Adrian, thank you for uh, following on the iTunes and the Apple Podcasts or Google Play. I think you said you were a Google Play guy um, or Stitcher, but thank you for checking out those Revival Classics. I'm glad people are uh, responding to those and, and going back and listening. Uh, he goes, the actor who plays Ugg does look a lot like Tim Curry. And has been in the revival of the Rocky Horror Picture Show playing Dr. Frank Inferter. I love your disdain of Emma Stone. I like your impression of Tony Danza. Well, aren't you a charmer? Thank you. And then we talked about Tony Danza on the fucking the next episode that released. That's crazy. This entire comment was like an ego stroke for me. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, that, that Critters commentary is pretty good. I, I, haven't, I don't remember how that one went. I think it was pretty good, though. It's a great movie. Did you find out when that's dropping, that Blu-ray? It looks like it it says it's in stock. Oh, so it's available? It's out? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, I gotta get it. Uh, Billy the Kid Lawrence on the Bogus Journey. He, of course, comments, Excellent! Um, Billy the Kid Lawrence also says, Oh my god, I love Freaked. Please do that next. 
Freaked is the bomb. I think that's on YouTube also. Okay, so we have to do Freaked sooner, pretty soon then. He also goes on to say, fun fact, the first Bill and Ted I ever saw was this one, and it was with the Pizza Hut promotion. Nice. Awesome. I was desperate to see it based on the poster art. It intrigued me. See, Pizza Hut actually saved the world a little bit there, getting people to know about that movie. He goes on to say, so I saw them in reverse order and got it from a damn pizza. Bizarrely bodacious. That's genius. <laughs> it really is. He also goes on to say, it was either Polly Shore or Sean Astin looking pissed, throwing or ripping a leaf. Oh, he's talking about the fuck this leaf, okay? Yeah, okay, it was either Polly Shore or Sean Astin looking pissed, throwing or ripping a leaf uh, or whatever, and Zach just goes, fuck this leaf. <laughs> I died of laughter. I'm telling you, man, little things. That's awesome. Uh, timing's everything, too, so I'd have to go back and listen to it. Uh, exactly. My my comedic timing is impeccable. And I guess And I guess the scene, it has to be the scene when he's digging the pool then, right? At the beginning, maybe? I don't know, maybe. But I, it, like, whenever, like, that, the only thing I can think of is that part where they, they're in the uh, thing and he's like, he finds out he's a caveman, he's all pissed off. For some reason that scene's coming to mind, but I don't remember a leaf. Maybe, maybe. So it might have been just like a random thing that wasn't even in the script and he just, like, moved it or something. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Might have been, like, <laughs> improv. Uh, but anyway, uh, Adrian Mendoza on the Bogus Journey commentary, he also says, Will Revival House or Mac and Zack Save the World do a review or a movie commentary on Puppet Master The Littlest Reich? So, hell yeah! I have a feeling, you know, that's a Mac thing, got dibs on it. Isn't that funny, though? We're getting Mac and Zack Save the World uh, uh, requests on the... Revival House. It's so funny, man. Sometimes I wonder why you guys just don't post over here. But I think, you know what I think would be good? If you guys wanted to sometime, maybe post one episode over here just as like a, a promotion. Just one or something. Or or like a, a trailer or some kind of like teaser, you know? Just like you want to post the show on there? You really want that? Like that? That makes you liable for all the crazy shit we say. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I hear a fucking dog. Yeah, my dog is going crazy. Why are your dog going crazy, man? You not feed it? She she just sits there and looks out the window and then barks when somebody walks by. She's one of those guys. <laughs> How long is it going to take for her to pipe down? I could just, I'll cut it out. Of the finish episode. Unless she does it while I'm talking, then those will be in there. But did you hear about Corn Corn's wife died? Who whose wife? Jonathan Davis. When? Last night or something. No fucking way. It's it's right here on the up next on my Here, I'll I'll look it up real quick. Really quick. Uh we'll we'll get to that. Uh Adrian Mendoza. So yeah, Pub Master Little Strike. Mac was actually just blowing us up about uh, he just watched it. Um, so I, I think that is something you guys should do, personally. You know, I, I watched it this morning, too. Any good? Last night. It's one of the better ones in the series. I was kind of hoping they like they took it like, oh, super serious, and we're going to film this. We're going to make this look like a, a real movie. But they, they kept it like hokey and, and kind of low-budget looking. 
What's the director from, uh, what's it called? The Vince Vaughn movie. Psycho? No, uh, w w the one we watched and did an episode on. Rumble and Cell Block 99. Oh, he directed that? Yeah. I had no idea, really. And this is the same guy that's directing the fucking movie with Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn? Mm-hmm. And he directed a Puppet Master movie? Mm-hmm. I would like to see it. Is it Did Mac, uh... Well, he didn't get it digitally. Is that in Voodoo, or is that streaming anywhere? How did he watch it? I, I downloaded it. So I guess I could put it in the box. Yeah, I would totally watch it if you did that. Um, Adrian Mendoza, he also says, Please do a commentary for Alien 3, the assembly cut. I cannot wait to hear from Riverman. Um, I figured that's what we were going to do today. I know, I know, I know. Um, we will... We'll do it next. We'll do it next. We will get it out of the way. Um, we're going to have to split it up into two sittings, though, probably. I... Dude, your, your dog is just going nuts. What, what the fuck is going on outside? I'll cut it out, babe. It's always doing it when you're talking, though. <laughs> like, I'm always trying to time it. But, uh, no, I want to do it. So you can't do... I wouldn't do both in a sitting. Are you talking about splitting one single movie into multiple sittings or the two movies? The fucking assembly cuts almost three hours. We're going to probably get... Probably gonna run out of steam, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I I would be open to. How long is the uh, theatrical version? An hour forty or something like that. For reals. Um, okay, so well, I want to do both. So maybe I think we should do the directors the, the theatrical first. Right. We should see the bad first. All right. And then, yeah, I agree with you. We should do the assembly cut into uh, a couple of installments. We can even do it later on tonight if you want. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's early Saturday. Um, or if not tonight, then maybe tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we definitely have some... I think I'll have some steam left. But So basically, I think we're going to drop those in... I want to drop those in pr proximity of each other, right? Yeah. Like, I think... I don't even think those should be a week. Because I, cause I wouldn't want somebody to get, like... Because we have our normal episodes, our normal schedules run every Wednesday. We drop a regular commentary. I wouldn't want to put Alien 3 theatrical cut as our normal podcast and then somebody wait a whole week and then it's just the assembly cut. I, I wouldn't want to do that. We'll just put them out at the same time. Yeah, at the same time or something like that. That's what I would want to do. Um, and maybe it'd be like a bonus thing. That's why we should watch one uh, like on once we already have another episode so it's saved over. For the next time. Well, we 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 got a couple, so we got we're doing this commentary right here, and we're dropping uh, Mortal Kombat: The Journey Begins as well. So yeah, I figured we could drop that and the fucking uh, 3D one movie if that worked out. I haven't edited it yet. We'll see. Yeah, that one that one I would be totally okay if we just had to scrap it and just do it later on down the road because it was only like 22 minutes. It wasn't fucking too much energy, you know. It was a good commentary, though. Was it? Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't sound good, we'll trash it, though. I mean, it's one of those things where give it a couple of months and we can go back to it. We're not going to remember anything we said, you know. Uh, that that would yeah. be my opinion. I wouldn't want it. I would want to compromise that. It's not like it was Bogus Journey or something, a you know, big sitting. But um, anyway, 
Thank you, Adrian Mendoza, for those comments. Now, here's the the greatest line in the movie. The only reason to watch it. This is then. Why don't we just watch the fucking YouTube clip? <laughs> if this is the only reason to watch it. No, the whole movie's great. This is just the best part, baby. This movie's fucking horrendous. This is amazing. I actually feel like deja vu. Right baby. here, baby. All right. Let's let him have what he wants. He's doing it now? Yep. All right. Oh, they got to prolong it. They got to fucking... Here we go. Wait. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. How how do you fuck that up? It shows it on the fuck. It's like uh, it's like uh, the the microphone we got, the Blue Yeti. It's like one of the most user friendly microphones ever. Because literally, like you look at the directions, and it's literally like it shows a fucking monkey, and like this is how you do it. And then uh, like. You'd watch, like, anytime I see a video on YouTube where somebody's talking into the wrong side, I'm like, that person's stupid. People do that? He can't follow simple directions. How do people talk into the wrong side of this mic? They'll talk to the back of it. They'll have it turned away. Or, like, into the top of it, yeah. The typical is right into the top of it, like like they think it's a normal microphone. Yeah, that's absolutely stupid. As far as comments, though, we have a couple of uh, happy customers. Uh, <laughs> somebody by the name of Sniper.308. I'm guessing that's like a sniper and a bullet. I don't know. Sniper308. I, I was I was proud of that comment. I thought it was one of our best. The fucking uh, the thumbnail was awesome. I went all out, baby. That's my that's one of my favorite movies. Are you talking once? And then, of course, Aaron had to fuck it up with his. Uh, We're not no different. Com- we this, this comments on different commentary. Oh, okay. Well, fuck this one, whatever it is. Sniper308 commented on the once bitten commentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, this has all caps, nothing to do with the real movie, exclamation point, multiple times. I was thinking about responding and saying, yeah, we were watching the fake movie. <laughs> like, what's what, what does he mean, the real movie? I don't know. It's it. Yeah, you should fucking do it. You should comment it right now. Um, and then on our showdown a little Tokyo commentary, we just got a very very simple stupid from Hendry Hendry, which basically he doesn't have to say any more than that. This is somebody that was expecting the full movie. Anybody that says that usually thinks it's a movie, and maybe not. Maybe he listened to our commentary and that's all he had to say about it was stupid. I I feel I feel he's the stupid one. If if that if he expects that we had the whole movie on there. We're not going to be able to get away with that. The thing is, is even if we had the video of, of Showdown Little Tokyo... Well, on, this whole movie's on here, so sometimes it happens. No, no, no. But regardless, it says commentary on there. Yeah. So even if we did have the video footage, he still would have been upset the fact that we were talking over it. He wanted to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, read. It says commentary. So... Um, once I watched that Blu-ray and realized that they fucking cropped out the fake-looking dude getting crushed in the car, I was like, fuck this. I want the VHS. What are you talking about? On the Blu-ray, they cropped out the fucking fake dude because that's one of those where it's only in the fucking, uh, the, uh, the fucking TV, like, the square aspect ratio. What are we talking about? 
in in that fucking movie and and the fucking whenever Shang Tsung crushes the guy in the car. Carrie Degawa, yeah. And it shows the fucking dummy clearly sitting in the car. You can't see the dummy in the Blu-ray version. Yeah, it's fucking lame. Do you have it on Blu-ray? Yes, that's what we watched. Ah, uh, see, I still don't own the Blu-ray, man. Who put that out? Um, I don't remember. Scorpion Media or something? Scorpion Entertainment? I wish that got a really cool release. I'd like a lot of. I'd like special features on that. But is it pretty bare bones? Is there any special features? There's nothing. It's bare bones. It's got nothing. What's the transfer like? 1080p. Does it look okay though? I mean, it looks good. It looks fine. Yeah. Hmm. Our showdown little Tokyo commentary has 32,000 hits though. Um, mm-hmm. All thanks to uh, Dolph Lundgren's biceps, no doubt. But I love that movie, man. We're rounding out the end of this great fucking movie. What do you? What would you give this, Aaron? It's bad. It's not good. This is a fucking great movie. Stop being such a prick. Fucking Polly Shore learned to be a man in this movie. He went to the army and and made water. And history's gonna repeat itself. Now Polly Shore is gonna recruit these guys. Yeah. Now these guys are are the new recruits. Yeah, this movie's horrible, man. If I would have saw this, that was a great movie. Uh, He's lying. He's just trying to act like he didn't love it. Didn't Josh? Didn't Josh James say he saw this movie, or was it Jury Duty in theaters? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember him saying it. I don't. Maybe I'm just dreaming it. Yeah, the movie's not good. I'm just happy we're getting closer and closer to finishing out Polly Shore. So I guess we have that fucking Inferno movie, and I don't know if Polly Shore's dead counts. Polly Shore's dead is counts, baby. That's one of the best movies he's ever made. Yeah, it's a great movie. So, but yeah, once we once we get those done, that'll be it. Because we know Polly Shore's not going to make any more movies, you know. Oh, he also had a a movie called Adopted, which I've never seen, and uh, and he he was on a Lifetime original movie where he played a bartender once. So what was that all about? So we could do those two. No, what year was a Lifetime movie? No, we gotta do that. We gots to. What year was a Lifetime movie? <laughs> I don't remember. Was it what was it called? Um, I don't know. I'm just look on his IMDb, babe. Hold on, Ollie Shore Lifetime. We got to do all of his bit roles too. Like he had a cameo in Phantom of the Mall. That was his Dude, first movie appearance. We got to do that. You're fucking killing me, man. <laughs> um, Lifetime movie. I. What's Polly Shore stands alone? Ah, uh, I think that's a documentary. I don't. I don't see. I'm. I googled Polly Shore Lifetime movie. And nothing's coming up, man. Maybe it wasn't a Lifetime movie. Maybe they just... They showed it on Lifetime, though. Maybe it was... He was playing a bartender in it. Oh, dude, he's in this fucking movie that came out in 2009 called Opposite Day. Genius. And it's a... It's a... It's a cliche, um... Oh, yeah, the kids switch uh, places with their parents. Yeah, it's, it's like Freaky Friday. It's that whole story and that whole thing. Which I like vice versa better with Fred Savage and uh, Judge Reinhold. Uh, and it's got the chick from Modern Family, Ariel Winter, when she was like a little kid. I didn't know this movie existed. Exactly. That's, that's good. I've never seen it, but I'm sure it's fucking great because it's got Paul Shore in it. I am kind of intrigued to watch it, but I bet it's horrendous, man. 
Oh, you know it's fucking good. Oh, we gotta do Casper Meets Wendy, because he's got a cameo on that. Oh my god. <laughs> This is no, uh, I'm not. I'm excluding cameos, man. But uh, I want to. I want to because I we almost forgot about it. I want to look up Jonathan Davis's wife because we can't just bring it up and not say anything. Jonathan Davis loses his wife, Devin Davis. I'm reading it right now. Corn lead singer's wife dead at 39. The wife of lead singer Corn has died Friday, and it comes on the heels of a request for a domestic violence restraining order. And major drug issues. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. Domestic violence restraining order. And oh, and she had major drug issues. Okay. Oh. Uh, Devin Davis was the estranged wife of Jonathan Davis. Devin was a former porn star who married Jonathan in 2004. They had two kids together. Jonathan filed for divorce in October 2016, citing irreconcilable differences. Uh, Jonathan filed for a domestic violence restraining order. To, oh, so the restraining order was against her. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the violence. Jonathan filed for a domestic violence restraining order today, August 17th, 2018. Whoa, what? Wait, but she died. Oh, she died. Oh, she died the day he filed this shit yesterday? Uh, yes. Wow. Okay, so he filed a divorce. Oh, sorry. He filed. Um, I guess he can waive that. Jesus, dude, that's bad taste. Yeah, um, it is. Jonathan filed for domestic violence restraining order today, August seventeenth, twenty eighteen. So that would have been yesterday. The judge issued a temporary order blocking any child custody or visitation by Devin. Uh, the restraining order also pre- prohibits her from having contact with the family dog, Chaos. She can't even see the fucking dog. Um, our sources say Devin was unaware Jonathan filed the restraining order. She had not been served. Jonathan alleged allegedly uh, in oh alleged in the docs Devin was deep into drugs something she had struggled with for more than twenty years. He alleged uh, her drug use was causing emotional harm to the kids through neglect. He says in his court declaration she has been dependent on both prescription and illegal narcotics. She'd been in rehab six times and is constantly under the influence of the nitrous oxide, uh, cocaine, and Norco. Jonathan claims she had a drug dealer boyfriend who was recently passed out on her living room couch when he brought the kids to the house. Jonathan says he found a heroin pipe and cocaine floating in the toilet bowl and found Devin passed out uh, on the floors upstairs. And And there's this. Jonathan claims when she binged on drugs, she would routinely bring home unsavory characters, including strangers. Some of these people are random fans of my music. This is a quote. Who she allows to come into my house go into the master bedroom closet and try on my clothes. <laughs> try on his kilt. Dude, that's like the fucking, that's the greatest girlfriend ever. That's weird, man. I, I'd love that if uh, I went to Polly Shore's girlfriend's house and uh, I'm like, oh, Polly Shore, he's my hero. Oh, you want to wear his fucking do-rag that he wore in fucking uh, son-in-law? Those fucking, those fucking people would put on my leather-studded uh, kilt and blow on my bagpipes. <laughs> That's not what he says. No. Oh my god, I thought he did, dude. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna uh, jack off. According to the no, not, I don't want to make light of the situation here, but according to the docs, Devin had been uh, in a sober home but went AWOL last Friday and hadn't been seen for a week. At this point, we do not know the cause of death. Story developing well. Definitely, uh, that's sad news. Um, I guess they were estranged, as it says, and they had been um, 
going through a divorce or I don't know if it was finalized, but uh, that, no, I guess it probably wasn't finalized, but um, that's too bad. So condolences out to them and condolences out to the, the children. So whoo, heavy stuff. Didn't mean to end it on a uh, low note there, but Zach, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I apologize. I didn't enjoy the movie. It's just not good. It's really hard to say. Oh, you did. You're just fucking lying because you suck. And uh, the Cherokee kid with Simbad is also on YouTube in full. Oh, I never, I never seen, seen it. I never seen that either. So, yeah, it sounds like we got a whole shit ton of shitty movies to get through. But um, the next go around, we got to do, I, I can't ever do a bad movie more than once. I got to do, we got to offset it. I got to do something I really enjoy next time. But like I said, we've got the uh, Mortal Kombat Journey Begins, which is a fun little commentary. Um, we'll promote that. I, I believe, you know, if you guys are seeing this, it's probably out too or almost or something, but be on the lookout for that. It's one of our short commentaries. I think it's only like a half hour long. It was a um, VHS promotional animated video, a tie-in for the Mortal Kombat movie that came out in 95. Uh, it's nostalgic goodness. And then, yeah, um, very soon we'll be doing the Alien 3. We'll be doing the side-by-side. What we want to do is we want to do the theatrical cut. And then we want to do the assembly cut. And then I would like to do, um, if it's necessary, I guess we'll wait to see after the, the commentaries are done. But it would be kind of cool to just have like a podcast with like Josh James and stuff too. And just kind of talk about the differences of the two. That'd be kind of neat. But who knows? It might not be necessary after we do all that commentating. I don't know. But that's what's coming up here real soon. Zach, do you want to go ahead and pitch the uh, hotline? Give everybody the numbers, man. I have to look it up again. Oh my gosh! Get us. We thought you had like a sticky note, man, on your PC. Well, while Zach's getting the number for the hotline, I will remind you guys: if you guys are on YouTube, make sure you click the notification bell. I think they took away that stupid feature where you have to click again. You know, where you click the bell, then you have to click. Do you want to be alerted sometimes or all the time? Because last time I did that, I just had to click the bell. So I don't know, but. Click the bell. Make sure you're getting notified of all of our videos. Uh, yeah, because subscribing just lets them know that uh, you want to see the bell. I guess. You, it used to just be like you subscribe and that was it. But now subscribing is just there for no fucking reason, I guess. Yeah. So if you're already subscribed, thank you. Please click the bell if you haven't. That'd be much appreciated. But if you haven't subscribed at all, Hop on board. What are you waiting for? Please share us with your friends. Um, and I do implore everybody to check us out on podcast uh, formats. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Zach, did we ever look into um, the the on Spotify now? Can we do that through our hosting now? Is that I haven't seen anything there. But they updated the hosting, right? Where they can do. Yeah, it's different now, but. I don't see anything to click on to add it to Spotify. We also need to get on uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Which is also big. So we need to to expand for sure. But in the meantime, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, and we're on Stitcher. Uh, And if you guys would be so kind as well, if you like what we do or have any sort of feedback, good or bad, uh, if you could go over to one of those platforms, Apple Podcasts or whatever, and leave us a review, leave us five stars, uh, leave us a nice comment if you want. That stuff goes a long way. We need more of that um, to basically widen our net and uh, contribute and, and, and add more faithful listeners and 
extend our reach. Also do the same thing for Mac and Zach Save the World. Find them on, on all those same platforms as well. Uh, do you guys have a new episode coming out? Um, we've been talking about what we're going to do next. Awesome. Uh, well, it sounds like it needs to be a little strike, man. Yeah, we do need to do that, babe. That wasn't what we were talking about, though. I want to do, Josh, James, and I were talking about it, but I wanted to do a commentary for the Meg. Oh, yeah. Because I went and saw it. Why the fuck is that called the Meg? What does that mean? Uh, Megalodon, the prehistoric shark. Why not just call it that, then? Because it doesn't sound nearly, it doesn't sound good. The Meg doesn't sound good. The book was called the Meg. There, it's based on a book. Someone wrote that. Yeah. Anyway, I I want to see if he still will do a commentary on it. I mean, obviously, I I don't want too much time to pass, so I'll see if he wants to do it this week. But it's not good. <laughs> it didn't look good. Yeah, and I thought it would at least be popcorn fun, but it, it is. They're trying just to be a popcorn movie and a a big fucking prehistoric shark. And I, I tell you what, man, half their crew is still alive at the end of this fucking movie. I'm like, this This for a big fucking shark, it didn't kill that many people. Is Dwight dead? And they they pushed out and didn't make it R-rated. It was going to be R-rated, but at the last second, they they got uh, instructions to skim it down to a PG-13. And uh, that shows as well. Trust me. There's it. I don't know. Not good. I'd like to talk about it in detail with Josh James, though. So we'll see if we can do one of those this week. Um, what else? What else? What else? Man, maybe if we get a wild hair, you know, Little's Reich is brand new. Maybe we should do that this weekend, too. Let's get a wild hair. Knock it out. Sometimes it's fun to jump on the new movies. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway, I think that's all we got. Zach, did you get that hotline number? 1-602-933-7280. Man, that's ear porn. I need to hear that one more time, Zach. 1-602-399-7280. Oh. Oh my God, eargasm. So call the number, leave us a voicemail. It can be funny. It can be trolly. Ask us legit questions. Give us feedback. All of it's great. Uh, feel free to let us know who it is talking so we can give the proper shout out, but you don't have to at all. We'll still play it and listen to it regardless. Uh, also, we have the email, um, ask.revhouse at gmail.com. Send us inquiries there as well. Ask us questions. We'll read those. Uh, or if you want to send audio files uh, and email them. Actually, you know what? If you guys record an audio file on your phone and want to email it to the email there, it'll be much crisper, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the voicemails, obviously, they, they're just through a phone. And, you know, so if you guys care about that sort of thing, it's there for you. You can send us whatever you like. Yeah, tell, call in to, like, send us messages. Tell us your favorite, like, your best masturbation stories. Uh, I don't want to hear that. Just make sure you put that in the uh, the headline. Put that in the header of the email so I know to forward that to Zach. Do not open Aaron. Is uh, But, so other than that. Make sure you guys are following us everywhere. Facebook, we're on there. Revival House. Uh, Twitter, which is uh, at The Rev House. Is that right? I, I never fucking remember the Twitter. I'm horrible. I don't fo- What is it? The Rev House, baby. You need, when we're done with this podcast, we need to, uh, you have to give me the email so I can get the app on my phone because I need to stay up and up on the Twitter because I'm bad about that. Uh, but, and uh, Instagram, Revival House on, in- what is it on Instagram? Uh, 
fucking Rev, is it Rev House again? We need to get a lot of money so we can buy one name for everything. I sent you, uh, I sent you that uh, that fucking <laughs> site under construction thing with all the links. If you want to forward that to uh, fucking revivalhouse.net, we could just start saying that. Yeah, no, okay, 100%. So, check us out. We'll be back very soon. Keep it real. We're done with Pauly Shore for a little bit. Thank God. You guys have been great. Bye-bye, puppets. All that good stuff. I'm really thinking about fucking his mom.